Hi, I'm Mark Tross. This is Greatest of All Christian Messages, Part 3, Covenant of Love. The Lord inhabits the praises of His people, so let us worship Him in spirit and truth. Come, Holy Spirit, and let your fire fall. Fill our hearts, Lord, with your presence, life, and love. Come and fill this temple. There's a place of unity, a place for fellowship. There's a place where people come together. There's a spirit of the Holy One that binds our hearts as one. And we're filled afresh with holy love. Come, O come, and fill this temple with the glory of the Lord. Come, O come, and fill this temple with the glory of the Lord. So we wave with open arms. We're hungry for your touch, and we worship in the name of Jesus. O live in us for greeting you, and warm our hearts within with the fire and heat of Pentecost. Father, you have bestowed your love upon us, and we thank you for all you are. Teach us and grow us up in your beloved Son, Jesus, so that we can be mature Christians and walk in your will, way, and most of all, your love in Jesus' name. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as his own life. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was on him and gave it to David and his armor, even to his sword, his bow, and his girdle. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 3 and 4. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, And the Lord will require that this covenant be kept at the hand of David's enemies. And Jonathan told David, Go in peace, for as much as we have sworn both of us in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord shall be between me and you, and between my descendants and yours forever. And Jonathan arose and departed into the city. There are no words that can allow me to communicate to you the love that God has for us. Each and every member here is precious in his sight, and we are most valuable to each other, because although we are many parts, we are one body. Please allow God's Holy Spirit to speak to your hearts and minds as I attempted to shine my candle into the light beyond light. Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own life. He delighted much in David and spoke good of David to his father. While they were still alive, they showed each other the loving kindness of the Lord and vowed not to cut off that kindness from their houses forever. Before David went to Nob, they kissed one another and wept with one another. Theirs was a love greater than a man's for a woman or a woman's for a man, but a holy love of God and for God. Do you know this love? It's an intimate, personal, respectful, caring, sharing, giving, hoping, enduring, joyful, happy, filling, breathtaking, and passionate love that God pours into our hearts and lives as we rest in Him and submit to His perfect will and way. The Word of God tells us that we are all knit together in our mother's womb, created in the image of God, that we are one with the Father and in Christ through the ministry of the Holy Spirit working in and through us all. In marriage, the husband is to leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. The two become one flesh, 
And we are not talking about being stuck together here, but joined together in a perfect union to commune and fellowship with each other and God. A threefold cord is not easily broken. Yet unfortunately, even for Christians, it does break. But true love, God's love, never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures forever. God is faithful, and Jesus never fails. Jonathan and David had real love, God's love, brotherly love, and their souls were one in the things of God and for each other forever. They covenanted with one another, joined in a pact, agreed to give their all, and wanted nothing but the best to be for both of them. Jonathan is a type of Jesus in the story of God's love for his fellow man. Jesus loves us as he loved his own life, so much so that he gave up heaven to come to earth, gave his life so that we could have eternal life in his name, and if our whole household believes on him, trusts in him, relies on him, and puts their faith in him, then his loving kindness will follow us all the days of our life in him, right into all eternity. He stripped himself of heaven's glory, placed the robe of his righteousness upon us, has given us the full armor of God, even the word of God, the sword of the spirit, his bow. Notice there's no mention of arrows as with the rider on the white horse in the book of Revelation who rode forth with a crown, conquering and to conquer. Zechariah chapter 1 verse 8, chapter 6 verses 1 to 3, Psalm 45 verses 4 and 5, Revelation chapter 6 verse 2. And his girdle, having tightened the belt of his truth around our loins. Let me not forget to point out that Jesus, like Jonathan, arose and departed to the city. But Jesus arose from the grave, conquering sin and death, is now seated at the right hand of God, our Heavenly Father, and is preparing the city of God for us, the new Jerusalem that will come down from God out of heaven, and we will live forever with him in the light and love as one in the heavenly bodies, soul, and his Holy Spirit. And David went out, and he prospered, and behaved himself wisely, was set over the men of war, and it was satisfactory to the people and to the servants. We are the body of Christ Jesus, and the representation of him here on earth, called of God to go out and prosper in his name, to be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves, wrestling not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in the heavenly realms, and to satisfy the souls of all nations and peoples by bringing them into a right relationship of love with God the Father through Jesus the Son by the power of his Holy Spirit, working in and through each and every one of us who call themselves Christians. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hope is the vision of God's will and way being fulfilled in our lives and in the lives of every human being on the face of this planet we call earth, because God wishes that none would perish so that all would come to repentance. But the greatest, and I do mean the greatest of all, is love. Make a covenant with God today and with your fellow man to love him with all your heart, mind, soul, spirit, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Not by might, not by power, but by his spirit, says the Lord, in Jesus' name.
names and numbers, the kingdom of God. We declare that the kingdom of God is here. We declare that the kingdom of God is here. We declare that the kingdom of God is here. We declare that the kingdom of God is here, among you, among you, among you, among you. The blind see, the deaf hear, the lame men walk, sickness must flee at his voice, the dead live again, and the poor hear the good news, Messiah is king, so rejoice. And the child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she called him Moses, for she said, Because him I have drawn out of the water. Exodus chapter 2, verse 10. Out of the sea of humanity, Moses was chosen of God to bring deliverance to his people. But he is just a type of Messiah because God told Moses and the nation of Israel that he would raise up a prophet from among the brethren, like Moses, will put his words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that God commands. And whoever doesn't hearken to God's words, which he shall speak to in his name, God himself will require it of him. God has given us his word and his name. He has spoken to us in these last days through his son, Jesus. And every believer is called of God by name to go forward in his will and way. God knit you together in your mother's womb and knows all your days. Moses was born into this world when every male of the Israelites was being killed at birth by order of Pharaoh. His parents saw that he was no ordinary child, that he was exceedingly beautiful, so they hid him for three months and finally, by faith, launched him by ark into the Nile. But on the providence of God, his family expected that God would do something worthy of himself because of his faithfulness, and as the great Redeemer, he had the daughter of their greatest foe become the Bade's patroness. Each of us should have a story to tell about how the Holy Spirit of God led us to Jesus and the place we are today in him. I understand that every one of us is an individual with hopes, dreams, and visions, but this world is all too often unkind and impersonal. My desire and goal is to reach as many people with the love of God and the good news of Jesus as possible, not for the sake of tallying up names and numbers, but for his name's sake, and to bring lost souls into the kingdom of God. Just as we are adopted into the family of God, Moses was brought into the household of Pharaoh. But I want you to notice one thing here today. There is no mention whatsoever of the name that Amram and Jochebed originally gave their beloved son. However, it is clear that God approved of the name Pharaoh's daughter gave the child because on several occasions when calling him, he repeated it by saying, Moses, Moses. Do you know what your name means? Mine means prayer warrior of God. My daughter's name is Asia, which is African for life. I've only known one person in my life who legally changed their name from Helen to Danielle. But let's just think about this for a minute. God numbers all the stars and calls them each by name. His thoughts towards us are more than the number of grains of sand on the shores throughout all the earth, and every hair of our head is numbered as well. So I'd say he has his eye on us. Abram became Abraham. Sarai became Sarah. 
Jacob became Israel. Solomon's name was not originally that. Moses changed Joshua's first name, and then there's Daniel along with his three friends, Joseph in Egypt, Benjamin, Simon, the reed swaying in the wind, to Peter, Petra, the rock, James and John, the sons of thunder. Remember how their father freaked out on them when they left their fishing boat to follow Jesus? who wanted to rain down thunder and lightning upon those in unbelief. Barabbas, son of the father who was released so that the true son of our heavenly father could die in our stead. Onesimus, who was once unprofitable, became profitable. And the list goes on and on throughout the scriptures and in our lives today. You are not just a name or number here, but a chosen vessel of God fit for his use valuable and priceless in the kingdom of God, baptized into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The name above all names lives, moves, and has his being in you. Offer up yourself to him today and allow him to fulfill his purposes in and through you, because every gift and every talent given us is to be used for his glory, honor, and praise. You are no ordinary child but a child of God, and you are precious in his sight. He will watch over you, have no fear of consequences, only that God will do something worthy of himself because he is faithful, true, and God amply rewards those who diligently seek him, his will and way, according to his holy word, in Jesus' name. Psalms and Proverbs, Lasting Forever and Community Matters earthen vessels. We have this treasure not made of gold in earthen vessels, wealth untold. One treasure only the Lord Yeshua in earthen vessels. Light shall shine out of darkness. God will shine in our hearts with the light of his glory in Yeshua. We hold this treasure and so do not lose heart. The light yet shining in the dark, his holy presence, his unfailing love in earthen vessels. Hallelujah, hallelujah, the shining light of Yeshua, hallelujah, hallelujah, in earthen vessels. The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Psalm 33, verse 11. He who rebukes a man shall afterward find more favor than he who flatters with the tongue. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 23. At a time in human history when nation rises against nation with wars and rumors of wars, it is a comfort to know that God is still on his throne and prayer changes things. His thoughts are not our thoughts and his way is not always our way. But the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to naught. He makes the thoughts and plans of the people to no effect. As God's chosen people, his heritage, we are blessed happy, fortunate, to be envied, the nation whose God is the Lord, a faithful man, woman, or child, shall abound with blessing, but he who makes haste to be rich at any cost shall not be unpunished. Wealth, not earned, but won in haste, or unjustly, or from the production of things for vain or detrimental use, such as will dwindle away, but he who gathers little by little will increase them. An inheritance hastily gotten by greedy unjust means 
at the beginning, in the end, will not be blessed. Proverbs 28, verse 20, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 6. Whoever robs his father or his mother and says, that is no sin, he is in the same class as an open, lawless robber and a destroyer. Wealth is not necessarily financial gain, and robbing someone doesn't mean you obtain something from them illegally. Trying to gain power, titles, and positions before God's timing, stealing someone's joy or peace, is a violation against mankind and God himself. We find favor, God's grace, when we are obedient to his word, will, and way. Speaking the truth in love, in mercy, and walking humbly with our God is what he requires of us. So let us go forward in Jesus, doing those things that matter for all eternity, which will build up the community of the saints and glorify our Lord and Savior. Seeking God. Give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his love endures forever. He is good. He is good, and his love will forever endure. We will bless his name as we all proclaim his love endures forever. He made the moon and the stars at night, and his love endures forever. With outstretched arm and by his might, and his love endures forever. Adonai, Adonai, Baruch Hashem Adonai, Adonai Melech, Adonai Melech, Adonai Yeshua Tenu. And he made from one common origin, one source, one blood, all nations of men to settle on the face of the earth, having definitely determined their allotted periods of time and the fixed boundaries of their habitation, their settlements, lands, and abodes, so that they should seek God in the hope that they might feel after him and find him, although he is not far from each one of us. Acts chapter 17, verses 26 and 27. God himself gives life and breath in all things to all people. He gives spirit to those who walk in it, has called you by a righteous purpose and in a righteousness, taken you by the hand and kept you, given you a covenant for a light to the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon and those who sit in darkness from the prison. Matthew chapter 12 Verses 18 to 21. Although these scriptures apply to Jesus as Messiah, he says, As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. For in him we live and move and have our being. For we are his offspring, as born-again believers in Jesus. Each of us are created in the image of God, and science today proves that we all came from one human being. Out of the first Adam, God created Eve, the mother of all. God is our source, and life is in the blood. The second Adam, Jesus shed his precious blood on the cross at Calvary to redeem all of mankind and bring us back into a right relationship with our Heavenly Father. He is the firstborn from the dead unto eternal life, and all who believe on him enter into redemption and the promise of resurrection in his holy name. Through DNA testing, scientists have been able to trace the origins of mankind, 
how they inhabited and populated the world. What is our primary purpose in life? To seek God and hope, feel after him and find him. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, spirit, and strength, and thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself are the two greatest commandments. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. God is calling each and every one of us into a closer walk and relationship with him. He wants us to go out in his name to seek and save those who are lost in a sick and dying world. People are mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, sexually, and some completely bankrupt. God wants to fill them with his Holy Spirit, his love, his peace, his fullness, his blessings, and his joy, so that they are totally satisfied in him. Only in God is our soul at rest. When God saw that mankind had become so evil, corrupt and wicked, he brought the flood and destroyed everything that had breath on this earth except for Noah, his wife, their three sons, and their wives. Shem, Ham, and Japheth then repopulated the earth as we know it today. Are you seeking after God today? Are you hoping and feeling after him until you find him? My God shall supply your every need according to his riches and glory. He has set allotted periods of times, fixed boundaries, settlements, lands, and abodes for each of us. So let us be found seeking after him for all he is to us in Jesus' name according to his word, will, and way. Amen. Next time we'll be talking about messianic messages, Jesus' suffering to satisfy the justice of God. Out of Isaiah 53, verse 10, 1 Corinthians 15, 3, 2 Corinthians 5, 21, and Galatians chapter 2, verse 20.